Jim Crane, no restrictions on the Pittsburgh Current Podcast Network with Sirini. Uh, Sirini, uh, my partner in crime. And uh, we have a, a guest on later on, uh, uh, Don Carpenter, Rogue, 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 rogue Journalist. Can't rogue speak today. Journalist. Hey, you take over for a while. <laughs> you speak. You speak better. Don Carpenter um, worked with the Rogue Journalist blog. I think that's his blog. And mm-hmm. he covered a very serious sexual assault case that happened in Steubenville about five years ago. And really Netflix excited. movie? Yep. On Netflix, right? Red Roll Red on Netflix. We're really excited to talk to him later. Yes, he's going to be good. And he's a Pittsburgh guy. Uh as you said, in and also I want to I want to open up. I want to talk about this movie. I know you have you have a new. Uh, give a plug uh, to your uh, new uh, uh, podcast, oh, the movie podcast. Okay, so every Thursday I'm going to be going live with another local comedian, Vincent Didiano, and I are going to be the P.O. Vincent movie review podcast every Thursday night. We go live late after the movie, so we go watch the movie, review it. We do some spoilers. We do some updates about some other upcoming uh, cinema. And, uh, yeah, and then it'll be streaming on the River's Edge radio uh, broadcast network the next day. So Fridays and Saturdays, it'll be up. It's cool. You know, Sierney is one of those people that are, like, cutting edge of things. And, you know, the, she sees the movie, like, a, a week before the movie's out or two, before I would even know the movie existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she tells me about it. And then I see the movie that's been out six months. <laughs> And you got to see this movie, and Sarah. I, yes, I let Sarah know and Jake know and everyone know about this new movie that, that you have to see. It's happened to be out for six a months. A year. Or a year. And uh, I found this movie. They they did, you're not going to believe this, did Ghostbusters with women. Can no, you kidding. believe no, that, it? Can you believe a new movie? No, but anyway. So I, I, I find this movie on demand called Yesterday. Have you seen it, Jake? Oh. Sarah's not seen it. We talk about no, I haven't. not yet. I, I recommend. See, that's just it. Sirini could be the cutting edge person. Mm-hmm. I could be the day late guy. Yeah, <laughs> day late and buck short. Yes, Jim. That's I thought me. you had some uh, movie impressions to do. I I do have a lot of movie. Pre- I have to work on. I'm sure a lot of movie. Recent movie came out too, huh? Oh yes, I do have a recent movie impression, and we are going to have a trailer for Rambo. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, Rambo. Is out and I've seen it six times. Greatest movie ever. No, Jim loves everything that sucks. I love everything that's yes. <laughs> well, I saw Rambo First Blood, which it started by the fact that they didn't give him a sandwich in a diner. They give him the sandwich. They drew he doesn't first go blood. into the woods. There's no first blood. They pissed him off. They drew first blood. They drew first blood. Yeah. If you don't give someone a sandwich and I'm hungry, you're drawing first, first blood, blood. Right? And he wouldn't talk to anybody but the colonel. You know, and then mm-hmm. then Rambo two was you know I'm coming to get you. That line is the greatest line ever. I'm coming to get you, which is in this Rambo, Rambo nine or whatever this is. This yeah. is I don't know which one this is. Uh, one hundred. Yes, but this is the final Rambo. But we have a movie trailer for you of the real final Rambo, which is going to be years from now because the movie's made so much money. There's no way they're they're they're, <laughs> they're, they're going to stop. They're wheeling him out <laughs> for another Rambo. So. Here's the trailer of the new Rambo movie uh, for you right now. The new, the, the one that's going to come out in probably what 2025 or so. Yeah, 23. Here, here it is. Don't miss the action movie of the summer. It all started with Rambo First Blood, and now it's ending with Rambo Nine. You listen to me, and you listen to me good. Sylvester Stallone as a one-man, 82-year-old killing machine. 
He's out for revenge. Only he can't remember for who. Hey, you listen to me. You should be good. My name is John Rambo. I'm angry and misunderstood. I'm taking a lot of steroids in ACH, right? You know, I can't take it anymore. I can't. Nothing can stop me from brooding. Nothing. Nothing's going to stop me from being angry. Rambo 9. You listen to me and you listen to me good. He may be 82 years old, but he has a love interest that is 27 years old because in Hollywood, once a woman turns 30, she's cast in the mother role. Why? Why? I ask you, why did you do this to me? You're my wife. What would you do to me? I'm John Rambo. I thought you loved me. Honey, I had to. I had to take your driver's license away from you. You were going to hurt somebody. Uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm still angry, all right? I'm so angry. I'm going out in the woods. I'll be in the woods with my knife. And I'm going to hurt anyone who tries to capture me. Do you understand? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's not happening. What do you mean it's not happening? Well, the last time you escaped from the senior home and did that, it caused so many problems, they put a GPS ankle bracelet on your ankle, honey. Now eat your applesauce. Yeah, yeah, listen to me. You listen to me good. What? What is it now? Depends. Depends on what? No, I mean better go than theirs. I think I just feel my depends. I told you to tell them to cut me back on Madame you, so not you, not you. You know everything! Rambo 9, the final chapter. Unless this does big box office numbers in Europe, then we'll wheel them out for another payday. It's Rambo like you've never seen him. Cranky and on a rascal scooter. You listen to me, and you listen to me good. I'm coming to get you! Honey? Who? Me? Who? Who are you coming no, to get? No, 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 not you. Not you, right there. I'm coming to get you! That guy floating on the ceiling right there, I'm coming to get you! Just go to the white light, darling. Go to the white light. It's okay. Where is he? Just let go. Stallone may be 82, but remember, that's only 12 in dog years. Rambo 9. You listen to me and you listen to me good. Playing in a theater near you. We are back. Jim Cren, No Restrictions with Sierney, Pittsburgh uh, Current Podcast Network. In in Rambo, did you watch the Rambo movies? Are you in the Rambo at all? No, I, I, I did not want to waste my time. I can't imagine <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't want to waste my time with that real, one. Actually, I heard Bethany say it was bad, and I just I took her word for it. Well, it's, it's Rambo. I, I mean, I watch it because I don't know why I watch it. I have no idea why I watch those movies like that. I just love them. I don't know what it is. But I think guys watch Stallone because they... Want to be him? Yes! And <laughs> in, 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 in for some reason, after two hours of him, you're him. I want to be Rambo, too, but not Stallone. You just become like, I don't know, at the end of the movie in the theater, you're like, oh, man, again, you got checking under my car, I'm looking checking for explosives, you know, whatever. He sounds like he's like got a mouthful of blueberries. He does. Every time he talks, like he's he, got a mouthful of food. Isn't it wild? He made, he's an actor and he says he had a mouthful of food. So yeah, <laughs> like he just took a big bite of Permanis okay. and he just wants to talk. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> I love that line. It's such a cool line. I'm coming to get you, isn't it? I like They Drew First Blood. They Drew First Blood. They should have gave me a sandwich. Yeah. That's my favorite. And oh, they talked to the Colonel. That's it. Great movie though. First one. Fantastic. Yeah, first one. Yes. Yeah, right. Killer. Yeah. Killer movie. Mm-hmm. First Rocky. Greatest. Stellar. Greatest. And everyone says he should have ended after that. Everyone, you're all here. He should have ended after that. Yeah, he had a. Kenny made a billion dollars. Yeah. 
You're not going to stop after you that. You don't end after no, that. that. No one be. would end that. You're going to make a billion. Now, the movie yesterday, I don't know how they're going to do a sequel, but it made $150 million. Seriously? Yes. I looked it up. Uh, I was curious to see if it was a hit. It was, it was a like a indie, an indie movie or something. For movies, it was, I guess, a lower budget. You know, still was a $20 million movie, which was pretty more than an indie movie. But um, it made $150 million worldwide. And it's... It, and it's it was a there's a blackout without giving a whole movie away around the world and this guy he wakes up from this injury and he's in in something happened during the blackout that nobody in the world remembers the beatles the beatles never existed now this guy's a singer Oh, I know this movie. Like I, I wanted to see when it came out, but I totally forgot about it. And he's yeah, now. He's I'm just, probably going to go see it. This it's weekend. cool. You got to get it on yeah. demand. Yeah. See, that's what it's I'm on on demand for. already. Yeah. That's what I'm here for, Sirini. You see, you, you know what, Jim? Thank cutting you. edge. Yeah. That is great. But who is here to get the person who is behind you a the year? Backup plan. Yeah. Yes. There's some people out there. There are people out there behind a year. Like I know. Me. You yeah. should do movie review for podcast, but like, yeah, when it's when it's. <laughs> goes straight to DVD. I am a de- on-demand <laughs> yeah. person. So Jake is there with me. Uh, Jake, uh, yeah. So anyway, he plays guitar like a lounge guy, and then he, you know, he's no success. And then if you had the entire Beatle catalog, and he's he's a moderate singer, but you know, and he's sitting around with his friends, and he's like singing, "Yes, yesterday, travel seems so far away," and people are like, "You're a genius." Whoa, Jim, that was a really good John Lennon impression. Thank you. Thank I you. was like I was doing Paul. Oh, sorry. No, I was doing Ringo. No, but I <laughs> can't take a compliment. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> but uh, thank you. But uh, I appreciate it. But uh, he uh, he ends up with now the Beatle catalog. It's interesting. What what catalog would you want? Like if it, if it happened to you, like it was a blackout and you woke up, mm-hmm. and you no one knew any of the music of this artist. Mm-hmm. Who would you want it to be? That you were the only one you'd. You'd be able to recreate it. Outcast. Outcast is yours. Yeah. Really? Yep. That's going to be your recreation. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to Outcast. Yeah. And then like Big Boy, all the music Big Boy made without Andre 3000. You're going with Outcast. Yeah. And you, that's 100%. Yeah. No question. I don't even need to think about not it. Not even a question. You wake up mm-hmm. and I'm gonna. we're going to sit around and Jake and I are going to. Bombs gonna, over Baghdad. Yes. Yeah. We're we'll going to go. go just start. What is that? Yep. That's your not Elton John. Mm-mm. No, not Elton John. Who's no, okay. got like a catalog <laughs> that's the most prolific? You don't know. No, no yeah. Billy Joel. No, fuck him. No, Outcast. fuck him. All right, I'm gonna go Billy Joel or Elton John. I'm, but I'll go Billy Joel. Of course. I'll go his library. Well, you he... could have Outcast. I'm going Queen. Queen. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. You come up Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. We'll oh, all be talking wow. about we like Jake's a genius man. But could you hit those notes, Jakey? You wouldn't have to. You could sell it. Yeah. Auto tune. Auto tune. You know, you wonder how tough it was for him to sell Bohemian Rhapsody. Like when he, you know, in the movie anyway, mm-hmm. they always have the record guy. Going, yeah. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> so <laughs> That's <laughs> me. <laughs> Don't that's, do this. That's, that's, that's Sirene when I did something. So Sirene would say when I, you know, if Jake gave me the song, and I and I sang the song, and I bring it to Sirene, and Sirene go, I ain't gonna work. Throw it away. It's garbage. I ain't gonna work. It's garbage, Jimmy. It's garbage. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. And I'd be like, Sirene, make me cry again, Jake. And I go back and cry. And then, so you don't know. It's no guarantee that it's gonna work. I mean, because don't forget, these people happen to be incredible. Like, even the Beatles, yeah. they, they kind of show that in the movie, too, with mm-hmm. Yesterday. 
Like he, it doesn't work at the beginning until Ed Sheeran shows up. Yeah. After seeing a local shit. Yep. Yep. All right, I'm not gonna give I'm not saying any more about that movie. <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it. I'm here. not this spoiling it. This is the Theo Vincent podcast. I'm Come a on. rookie at reviewing movies. You are now a veteran. Jim bit my shit already. I give it away. I give it away. <laughs> no, I give away the ending. <laughs> which do. isn't good. Yeah, you do. It's not good at all. What else you got in that? I got all, oh, I got all kind of stuff here. Uh, many ideas here. Let's see. I would also do Missy Elliott. Well, that's okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Missy Elliott's Video cool. Vanguard 2019. She's been on my mind a lot lately. Or maybe Luda. Oh. Okay. I'm trying to think who else. Oh, oh, the Rolling Stones. What the fuck? Fuck me. The Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stones. The Rolling Stones. All yeah, the way. You, you have to be able to perform those songs. I could. You can't just go up half there. Half-ass really. it. No, you have to be able to nail it. Like this kid, he was he a musician. Didn't quite nail. It. Yeah, but you'll see. He sort of does his own version of it, though. So I would just do my own version of this. Yeah. It wouldn't be very good, though. No, of course not. You know what Sierney would say? It's garbage. Garbage. <laughs> garbage. Get out of here. <laughs> you and your Bohemian Rhapsody and stop me up, bullshit. <laughs> I can't get no satisfaction. Because that's that's a very good. You should stick with impressions. Because that do, was an excellent I, impression of I, me. <laughs> Just stick with impressions. When I do my life movie, like Elton John did. Garbage. Sir, he made play. you sound like the uh, chocolate person from SpongeBob. Yeah, what are they selling? <laughs> You're wearing the green sweater today. Oh, <laughs> that's the same color. Mucus booger. Well, when I do my <laughs> Rocket Man movie, my life story, which would be about 15 minutes, wouldn't be very interesting <laughs> at all. But if I do, Sereny's going to play that part mm-hmm. where I'm going to go, I got this character, Stanley Pikachowski. So go, it's garbage. Garbage, Jimmy. Garbage, Jimmy. You can't do it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all right, so I, I I found this product. It's the hottest product you can't buy. It's the tit rabbit. I mean, it's what? A breast, it's the tit rabbit. It's it's like a lift. It's, it's shaped like a rabbit. And it's like the hot. They were, I was reading it in like the New York like the Playboy Bunny Rabbit. Well, or? they they stick. It's a breast lift thing. It's a plastic. It's like a rubberish thing. It goes under the breast and lifts. But it's it, it's expensive. It's not expensive, but they, they have it on Amazon. It's sold out everywhere. How did you find this product? It was on. A, it was did an it article. pop up in like your wish list or recommended for Jim? I am Tip a rabbits. breast man all the way. Boobs are my hobby. But it was in New York Post. It was Final in an article bras. about how how this product is the hottest product and how it was selling out everywhere. Uh-huh. So it was a so th- thus. I researched okay, further, of course. and then of course hit a few porn sites back, and then came back to it, and then learned more about the tit rabbit, which is called—it's not officially called the tit rabbit on Amazon. I don't think. I think it's called the something lift, but it looks like a rabbit. Thus, the street slang hipsters tit rabbit, the ones with the pulse beat on the breast industry, like myself, <laughs> called the tit rabbit. So Jesus. it's known as a tit rabbit. So it's a shaped like little bunny ears, and goes underneath there, and um. Lifts it up, but it's sold. It's sold out everywhere. It's like the hottest product in the world. Those things are such garbage. Everything's garbage, it, <laughs> but that's well, really garbage. But they don't work for like. But they no. Not I mean not maybe for like little little boobs. Not but for, not for Victorian. Not for my like Ren Fair titties. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've tried fair. things like that, like the stickers yes. that are supposed to push it up together and up. No, forget it. You need the. Yeah, I need industrial possum. duct tape. You need a possum, a bit, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the that, elephant tit. <laughs> you know what? Jake, write this down. <laughs> Jake, don't write the this down. The elephant tit. 
Thank you. The right, one with the big elephant ears. Right down the tit elephant. And a nose that can wrap around my neck. <laughs> yes, because that is, I'm so jealous of the inventor of the tit rabbit right now because that guy is sitting in some mansion in fucking Boca and he's telling his friends at a party right now. You know, they had a hedge fund. Some guy invented, you know, did hedge fund. Some guy did some great money. He's like, I did the tit rabbit. The tit rabbit. Wouldn't you be jealous of him? Mm-hmm. He's so envious. Him and the guy. I'm I think we should we should take it to the next level. Like for so the tit rabbits obviously for a girl it. with little boobs. We need to get like the tit giraffe and the tit elephant for bigger sizes. I am with you. I am all the for it. Rhinoc- it can be the whole zoo collection. Yeah. I am not. This, I am the petting, not the petting zoo. <laughs> Damn it! Write that down. We're calling it the petting zoo. Good idea, <laughs> you heard it here first, you heard folks. It here. The oh, mouse rabbit. The mouse tit. This is genius. This yeah. is where it's at. This is the invention. It's like the zoo pals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shopkins for tits. <laughs> the petting zoo. That's what we're calling it. Thank you. It's going to be our stores. Uh, that's all we're going to sell, too. Yeah. Do you ever have an invention? you ever sit there and have an invention or thought of something? You say, I wish I would have did that, and then, it, and then it ended up becoming something? Yeah, I do. You did. I you have do. one in Spencer's right now. I'm not kidding you. I used to work for a company that did like patent designs for uh, like Spencer's Gifts, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and I was a designer there and an inventor there. And my first thing that I actually brought to the interview with me was a pubic hair stencil. You're kidding. See, it was like a sticker. You're kidding. Anything you could get like your boyfriend's initials, your girlfriend's initials. That's wonderful. Um, I my favorite was the lightning bolt. It was the easiest one, and then it came with like lightning bolt person. It came with. The little like things that you can use, like the the straight edge razor. Okay. But yeah, you can bick it into your pubes. Th- this was your I- This was your thought. Yeah. That's amazing. Because I would see like women at the strip club all the time would have like yes. hearts or something. I'm like, how right. did you do that? And they're like, oh, it's just like I use the thing that I tan with, like the little okay. heart, and then I just stick that on there and go around. I'm like, I would just ninety nine cents, slap it on, put some nair around it, get a couple burns. Keep it moving. And they took this idea, and they mm-hmm. still have it till this day? Yeah. Since Spencer's today. You don't know how. You just went up in my list. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm in awe. <laughs> I know. The seriously. Pu- there's two the people. the stencil. <laughs> in, well, the pubic stencil yeah. from Pittsburgh and the guy that invented the Big Mac. Both from Pittsburgh. Are they? Yep. We should we should collab. <laughs> you should Can you collab. imagine that collaboration? The yes. hamburgers and pubes. The man... <laughs> Is there anything? Just better? add one ingredient. Is there to anything <laughs> better? But uh, yeah, the, uh, but yeah, the guy who invented the the Big Mac. Mm-hmm. He's from Pittsburgh, and, and he didn't. But Ray Kroc, he, I'm sure he got something. Yeah. See, you should have got something from the pubic mm-hmm. pencil. Nope, just bragging rights. Damn it! You should yeah, have got something from that NDA. pubic pencil. You signed the NDA. Yep. You come with a genius. Non compete. Yep. Thought of a lifetime. Yeah, I know. It's like I deserve a Pulitzer. Or I am so upset Nobel about Nobel Peace Prize. For you the don't understand. Pencil. This upsets me. I would take it into like the strip clubs. I was really into strip clubs back yes. then. Yes, very nice. <laughs> Pass it out too. to all the ladies. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Yeah. That you invented this thing. I can't believe they didn't give you a percentage of the the, the pubic pencil. No, I was young and dumb and had um, no idea what I was yes. doing. Oh, no, you weren't dumb. That was a genius thing. But, <laughs> genius. Uh, they're right. There are only so many great ideas we have. Yeah. The and wheel and then the, the pube stencil. And that was one of them. The pube stencil. Slice <laughs> <laughs> bread. I have never. I've never. Pube stencil. Laugh if you will. 
But I will tell you, I've never come up with anything that brilliant in my life. Have you ever shaved a lightning bolt into your pubic hair? No, I have not. And well, I then gotta you tell you, lived. I am gonna be upset if I see that thing and not see because I'll be every. I'll think of your. I'll think of you. I'll think of the name. I'll say, why isn't Sirini getting a dime? I have a bunch of them. From every stencil. That's not enough to get free ones. You deserve more. Tim's really upset about this. I am pissed off at this company for not giving you more profit from that. <laughs> it's just not right, for Christ's sake. Yeah, you know, it's. I had no. I really had no real great invention. I did have one invention in my head. What is it? No, they, I don't think I want to know. Shift No, <laughs> this. It's not anything like that. You were the first guy to put your chair out to hold your parking space. That's true. No. Yeah, <laughs> that was your invention. There was an idea I had that for a baseball cap that you could wash it, put something to wash it in the dishwasher. And they came up with that. Somebody came up with it. A hat that you can wash in the like dishwasher? Like you put, no, you put your baseball hat in this plastic thing. I had an idea. I said, if you could cover it and put it in the dishwasher. Because when you wash your hat, your baseball comes out crumbled and ruined. The brim is all messed up. Who's so it's hard to like hat? wash a baseball yeah. cap. And, and sure enough, there, it came out like years later. Oh, I know why you have to wash your hat all the time because your hair dye gets all over it. Yes, my now hair dye does. <laughs> Who exactly. washes their hat? And of course, are you everyone wa- wash. Are you, well, do you want to wash your jeans in the dishwasher next? No, yeah, what but other it, was, like it was the hat because the hat was fit. <laughs> I'm telling you, somebody came up with this idea. What's it, it called? It, I don't know. But there's a plastic. You put the hat. I've seen it though, as seen on TV. I saw it one night, and it was like so pissed. Did you see it you on had, like Wish.com? Look, no. When you were when you look first looked at the. Uh, pubic pencil. <laughs> and you it's called a pube stencil. Jeez. Pube stencil. Pubic pencil. When you first looked at the pube stencil, you were very upset, I'm sure. You could mm-hmm. pretend like you weren't, but you had to be. And so, God damn it, that's my idea. The pube stencil. Yeah. And But this yours is even worse than mine, because mine was just an idea. I didn't come through forward. But I saw that hat thing. You were pissed. I said, it's my fucking idea. Yeah. But I, but I didn't have the initiative to get to the next level. I knew a guy. You did it though. I did it. Yeah. So I, am, I mean, admire really, that in you. The only thing I did was like I worked for a company that manufactured Chinese garbage, and that's oh. so they just were like, yeah, whatever ideas you have that you think will sell to Spencer's, pitch it at me. We'll 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 really make some samples, and if it sells, it sells. And that's it a big gig. Yeah, it was a good. I like working. They're there. from Asia. They're Asian. Mm, Chinese, yeah. They're, they were. Their manufacturers are in Shanghai. Yeah. Shanghai. 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 Yeah. They are sitting in Shanghai mm-hmm. in palatial <laughs> states right yeah. now. Just living off the My money of the money. pube stencil and their Yes. They're dollar, having dollar. personalized license plate. Oh, because of you, sir. Pube stencil. I'm good with it. I'm, good I'm with telling it. you, this is really messing with me. This <laughs> I wanted you, to, you, should, you deserve more, Stierney. We should fight them, sir. Yeah. I say we go and get a lawyer and fight this whole thing. All right, let's go right now. No, we'll work. Stop I'm, the show. I'm, Cut. I'm, we are. We're gonna get. I'm gonna get a lawyer after this. <laughs> all right. So, the change subjects. See, I could talk about this all day. Pube sense. But uh, we we did. The, it's it's October, of course, and we we did the haunted house, of course, and talked about ghosts and everything, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. which was cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Coming up. We're, not now. Not today. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna work on this guest. I found a woman. That is a dog and cat psychic. Yeah. And she sometimes reads other animals, too. She has read. What are the stipulations around other animals? What about, like, There's birds that just fly by her? Fish. Birds, hard to read. <laughs> oh, no shit. They just, they won't sit still. <laughs> they won't sit still. They're really, in a cage bird, 
that that could be red. But birds that just fly by. Pigeons, pigeons think dirty thoughts. Yeah. You yeah. don't trust a pigeon. Never. But this is more animals you trust, like your dog and cat, I think, is what she reads. Okay. And I believe it. I can't be- I cannot wait. Of course you believe it. Of course you believe it. She reads over the phone. Here's the beauty of it. We're- Jake, is that a laugh of sarcastic? That's mocking? the world's biggest scam I'm laughing at. You don't o- believe over the phone? all of a sudden? All right, I'm usually with you, but that one, though. I can't believe this. You, you can't. Is- you can't. You can't believe it. After what you just said. She's not even on. You haven't even been amazed yet to hear what Larry, my chihuahua, is thinking. I would right. What, what if she nails it? What if she nails it? Like with How Larry. would you know? Yeah, no one's ever going to well, know. Well, if she's on the phone Larry's and she be said, like, Jesus, Jim. your dog likes the thickest. goosebumps. <laughs> no, if she says, your dog Larry, <laughs> your dog Larry t- likes to take a shit on your pillow. You can it. look at him and she tell him he it. likes to do that. She nails it. All right, Jim. So I'm going to advertise that I can talk to plants. Mm-hmm. I, over the phone, yeah, so you just you just hold your phone speaker, hold it up to the that. leaves, and I'll tell you but what it's I, thinking. This <laughs> one, three hundred dollars. We're gonna have this Water lady. Me. Oh, we're gonna call her, and it, the best part is she wrote in the in their promo thing. Mm-hmm. Your animal doesn't have to be with you. Of course it doesn't. So Larry could be home. But although I do want to, I think we should bring Larry what's in. The, what's the deposit like on that? I don't know. I have to check the price on this <laughs> oh, little, little thing. This little venture here. The doggy tarot card reader. $100 but, an hour to read my, my pet's mind. Well, Going out of the gonna, show budget. We're, we're going to talk to her and we're going to have her read your cat. There was and a witch in here today, too. I, You know, I had no uh, idea that we have a lot of Wiccans here in Beachview. Who knew that? Brookline Beach was a big Wiccan community. It's cool. Is you it? know, <laughs> I don't know. I think it is. I've never been in a Wiccan place. I think we got to stop in. I want to see it. Make an appearance. I've never been there. I want to get some good old spell candles. So I could bring, turn around the Steelers. Spell candles. I am going to get, <laughs> I am going to get candles and I'm personally going to turn around that record for the Steelers. Can you do like a healing spell for Ben's arm? I am going to do it for, for everything this whole, whole season. Yeah. We just got to do, we got to do something. Do they have, have you been in one of this the store? We've been in it. Um, little store. No, I I don't like to waste my money on those kind of things, and I don't. I think it's just, just to a, see what it looks like, right? Uh, I would go in to see what it looks like, yeah. And I do like like the aesthetic of like the witch aesthetic. I like crystals and and cobwebs and shit, but I think it's pretty cool. I'm gonna well, see it. I want to see like the candles and stuff, like because they have specially like candles. You can like- get those at the dollar store. Candles. There's a witch section at the dollar no, store. No, candles. You can get candles oh, at the dollar store. I thought there was like a witch section, you know. Yeah, you can get those get anywhere. Spells for you a don't dollar. have to go they, into you know a what? place. Jake, write this down. <laughs> Stop writing stuff down. Dollar store. <laughs> Jim, I'm out of paper. <laughs> <laughs> write this down. We're gonna start other business of certain. Wicked dollar store. Wicked dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All spells are a dollar. It's gonna be nothing next, over a dollar. Safe. Next to every dollar general. <laughs> yes, we're gonna take out dollar. Well, we'll beat Dollar General because I'm going to throw a spell on his motherfucker. Sage, like the Isle of Just Sage. <laughs> yeah. My, oh, he has a Sage Isle left. Cards, tarot card aisle. Tarot cards are in aisle, uh, compi- too. Yeah, competition's going to Pig's crumble. blood is in the back in the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. Goat's blood in the fridge. Goat's so blood in the fridge. Frozen it. goat's blood. Goes bad. Frozen goat's blood. Frozen goat's blood. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that means there's a Pittsburgh. It's a Pittsburgh witch, witch community out there too. <laughs> What's that like? You know, get on my broom. I'm gonna a spell on ye. There's a lot of spitting involved in witchcraft. <laughs> I've learned recently. There's like a whole lane on TikTok of like 
witches. I, like there's you a lot show of me this. spitting involved. You got to spit a lot. You got to get a lot of hair. I oh, would. we could we could incorporate the pube stencils because there's hair. We're gonna take take some pubes. I think we cast. A, I think we make cast a broomstick. I'm casting a spell on those people. Didn't give you credit. <laughs> those pube stencil people. She's gonna make a broomstick pube stencil. I just yeah. I just want to go into this witch's store to see Pittsburghers walk in the Pittsburghers. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Do you got I and Newt? I need two I need. Please. I need some amethyst. I need some amethyst and I and Newt. I need a couple double A batteries. You and gotta a, need it. <laughs> two double A batteries. A bag of sage. And, and some Fago. Yeah, is there, is there Fago in that? Is there kind of pop you got in here? Which is brew, which uh, is pop. I love this witch's dollar store idea. This is funny. It's gonna be huge. I, I just want to go in this huge. store up here. This this, this witch. We're gonna check it out. What's it called? Witch net. Which which is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, not a lot of thought it? going into does these. She a, <laughs> does she have a name for it? Probably say witch. Yeah. Hat. What's the name of the place? Witch's brew. Witch's hat. The hat. Beach view witches. I don't know, and I mean this with respect because I don't want a spell thrown on my ass. Witches, they can do that. They got yeah. the candles and stuff. I'm gonna. Batteries, that's what I'm yeah. gonna buy. There was a witch on spell TikTok stuff. that was using batteries to catch to cast spells. Really? Yeah. Battery. Battery stuff. operated yeah. things like a battery operated spell thing. Yeah, because there's like I think there's copper or something in it. And she she's like, well, I don't have any copper laying around, so I'll just use this battery to cast the spell. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a certain thing with like batteries in it Mm-mm. that she had to wave. No. It was like because I was thinking, what the batteries go low and you know you can't really. Got it. I, I got a spell real well. To brush up on my spells. The weak spell. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. I guess to each their own. I don't know. That's interesting. So what is the deal with everybody with steps? Why are they all? Why are we so fucking fascinated with everyone's steps? Steps. Pe- yes. The, the, everyone got the. Well, oh, ben got the uh, fine for the Fitbit watch, but mm-hmm. but everyone got the Fitbit. They got the apps on the phone. I got people fucking step shaming me. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, I, I had ten thousand steps. How many do you have, Jim? I said, I don't know, seven thousand. No, not like, even close. They're like seven. 7,000. No. You're not. You're You've not taken good. six steps since you've I have here. also <laughs> 7,000 on one day, and then I have four steps on others. But, but yeah, see? Step shaming. Yeah. It happens. It I happens. don't think you're getting 7,000 in I day. have 7,000 in some no. days. I'll bet you lunch. I'm telling you right now. I'll bet you a witch candle. Okay. You'll have to buy me a witch candle for me. I, but, the uh, yeah, but the thing is, though, like most people say 10,000. I don't believe them. That's I took, a lot. I took 12,000 right? on that's Sunday. That's a lot of steps. I don't believe you. That's like no, somebody, that, that's somebody <laughs> I walked that up and down the football field Okay, I'll give times. you that. Manual that day, labor. 12,000, right? 6.4 miles I walked. That's pretty good. If yeah. you're a waitress or like a, an electrician or some somebody you're, that does manual, No, these people did not getting. even do that. There was, was like several people. Sorry. They all had like 10,000. They're comparing their notes. No, they're wow. liars. I'm sitting there with my one day and a whole year of 7,000, <laughs> which is six months ago, but I didn't care. But... uh yeah, it's pretty serious. It's pretty. Do you have yours on your phone? I have mine on my phone, and I have a watch, but I always forget to charge it. <laughs> okay, let's see mine here. Oh well, not good. How do you oh, get yours on your phone? Oh wait, I don't carry my phone with me everywhere. I leave it around a lot. Saturday at eleven thousand one hundred fifty-five steps. Did you go for a jog? Yes. No, I don't know what happened. Yesterday just hit five thousand three hundred. Maybe a witch was casting. Today I'm at two. Today I'm at two. Today I'm at two thousand ninety-seven. Yeah. I got some walking to do. I don't even know where to look. I'm at three thousand. There's like a step app you have to get. Yeah, I don't it's think a, I have it on my phone. Oh, though. we got to get you the. Step I have app. the the Bluetooth so, uh, watch, but I want to step shame you, so bad. Let's see. Damn what what are your what are your uh, 
I walk to work. So like how oh, you're killing you will kill me on yeah. this. I only have like one. I walk good... now because somebody stole my bike. I'm so sorry about this. If anybody knows the whereabouts of Sierney's bike, bike, call us at Pittsburgh Current. And call us at Pittsburgh Current. That's our phone number. Yes. <laughs> at Pittsburgh Current. What's <laughs> hard. It's, I hate that. It's stealing is the worst thing in the world. I don't know about that, but it's one of them. It's horrible. Because you speakers yours. on your phone are the worst thing in the world. I, I remember um, I lived in a schoolhouse apartments on North Side. And the first nice car I got in my life, because I never had anything nice. And the first nice car I wanted is I, I got the most craziest car ever. I don't know why, because I just wanted it. I got a candy apple red fucking Corvette, Stupid. like a glass roof. Yeah, I'm a kid. I'm 26 <laughs> years old. And I'm making a shitload of money. Yeah. And uh, what do you get? A candy apple red Corvette. So I'm living in the, the schoolhouse apartments on the north side. In um, the roof, the gl- it's a glass roof, and it gets stolen. Mm-hmm. It's in the parking lot. And yeah. I remember when I this guy walked and said, "You don't want to go in there." I said, "What?" And I walk in, and my roof's gone. And there's a bunch of smudges, and his his <laughs> police officer is writing it up. And he's, you know, I called the police, and he's writing it up, and the whole thing, and there's smudges all over the window. And I look at him, and I go, are you going to dust for prints? Because I see a good print here. Mm-hmm. And his old timer looked at me and goes, what do I look like, fucking Columbo? <laughs> wow, what a dick. <laughs> no, he goes, that thing is sold about a <laughs> hour ago they sold that thing yeah it was just i love that line what am i fucking <laughs> Columbo? but you know, anyway yeah, pittsburgh's uh, but i think what i'm PD. saying is chances are i don't know we're gonna see that bike. no no that bike's nice in bike. a bike chop shop right now my uh-huh, friend yeah it's gone forever chopped up or we spot it somewhere i mean lightning doesn't strike twice because the last bike i had stolen was spotted and returned to me really friend. yeah if you see a person 12 years old or 85 pounds, <laughs> you call me and I'll rough them up and get it back. Yeah, I'll if they're do bigger, that. <laughs> call Jake. <laughs> Jake will get that back for you. Yeah. But if they're, they're 85 pounds, five foot three <laughs> or shorter, you call me and I'll get that bike back, Sierney. Somebody victim blamed me on when I put a post up How about could it. You victim they were like, you, you're not chaining it up, dummy. Like, they took the handlebars And they off. called you a dummy on top of this? No, I, I added that part. Oh, They were like, okay. you need to chain that up better. Okay. And I was like, shut up. I'm breathing here. I think you need to Please chain res- that up better. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Respect my <laughs> privacy at it this was time. Ja- on your own personal site, they, they did this? Mm-hmm. They, they do this? I'm going to do it later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Why'd you, why didn't you chain it I'll up where they dummy can't too. get it? <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Yeah, dummy. Dummy? I'm the dumb. No, I added that because I know I, I did. I was hastily well, chaining it up, and I did not chain it where you're supposed to. I, well, two chains. Oh, really? Would, you didn't chain it where you're supposed to? Well, <clears throat> you're supposed to chain it in the middle triangle because you can't get through that, right? Right. I chained it like around the triangle. So all they had to do was um, well, take, off the, they got through they it. took off the wheel and the handlebars. Professional bike thief knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Still bike in two seconds. Yeah, and then I, I had saw to do that it. movie Gone in Thirty Seconds. Gone in Thirty Seconds. Mm-hmm. I love that. Sixty bike Seconds movie. Well, bike was gone in thirty seconds. The movie was gone in sixty seconds. What color is the bike? But it's bright orange mongoose. Bright orange mongoose. Oh my god! You heard it here. I cannot miss it. It's like this. It's brighter than this. Floating in the river somewhere. How are, yeah. How are you going to miss that bike? Somebody's going to spot that bike. Yeah. We're. I'm putting a tip line up. You can put money on it? Yes. Anybody that returns my bike, Jim will give them... 50 bucks. $50? bike is worth more than that. I'll take you to lunch at Max's. Okay. Okay? You return... And a selfie. And a selfie. (laughs) And a... A free chocolate bar. 
and a pubic pencil. <laughs> <laughs> a pubic pencil is so different. Stencil. It's not the same. It? It's going to be your initials. Stencil. I will get you a JK. That's you get a initials. lunch <laughs> at Max's if you find this bike, Sirenie's bike. You get a pubic stencil from me. <laughs> and stencil it a for candle you. of your choice I will buy you in the witch's store. <laughs> wow, that is the hell of a package there. Well, we're trying to get a hell of a bike back, my friend. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> so let's get that bike back and you return it. Yeah. If if you're out there and you stole it and you happen to be watching the podcast, <laughs> you're you're feeling bad right now. You can blame it on somebody else. I want to tell you, blame it on Thank you, Jim. Yeah. I yeah. like that move. Be a hero and turn return it back to me. Be Mama, a hero. Mama needs her bike. Yeah, blame it on someone else. And even if you fess up to it, I don't care. You're still getting your witch's candle. Your pubes spent stencil. And Jim will personally shave your initials into your pubes. In your your <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that. Get, yes. I think I'm going to find an orange mongoose. Oh, and no. And you get lunch at Max's. So that's a lot. That is a lot. But not a lot of people. You don't see. That's a whole day for Jim. Yeah, that's a big, that's a huge commitment. Just have give him money. S- have you seen uh, any telephone poles with, if found, you get a pube stencil? No, <laughs> they're true. That's. Genius. And in lots of maxes <laughs> and a witch's candle yeah. of your choice. Thanks, Jim. Serenity, I hate to see you without a bike. Me too. I don't it's like it. It's such a nice bike, I don't too. like walking places like a fucking Mormon. You don't deserve it. Yeah, you... <laughs> you've been through enough of them taking your <laughs> you've been through enough of them taking your stent your your they took my pubic, pube stencil they took the pube stencil from you now your bike what the fuck is wrong with this world i tell you yeah. just hurts me um anyway <laughs> so stupid it is it is what am I going to tell you? I, I'm looking for any kind well, of... Wait, we haven't done a Love After Lockup uh, recap. <laughs> Have you watched... Are you up to date? I am up to date. Well, no, I missed the last The last one. I'm up to date. The, the, the new couple. Mm. And the new couple yeah, is killing me. Yeah, there's a new couple the, has entered the scene, the and they are beautiful. Beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Hopeless romantics. Yep. Justin Bieber kind of guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, singer. Singer. Really talented singer. Yes. Like, up there with Jim Crenn's status. Singer. I mean, he this he can bring it. Yeah. He can bring and it. And he's a writer. He's writing his own, composing his own music. We like, as we call him in jail, triple threat. Oh. Yes, Look love out. after lockup is... Good. Sarah, you, you're off the date. The very I, I missed the very light. You, yeah. You can tell me. What so, Cheryl... Our girl. The, yeah, I love you know, Cheryl. She's, she left all three of her kids in Texas to come to Colorado. She's one of my favorites. Because Josh was getting out. Yeah. And uh, Josh can't go live with her in Texas. He's being paroled to his mother's house, and he's going to be on house arrest there for a while. He's not going to be able to leave. So Cheryl is pissed. <laughs> and blaming him, because I don't know if we've mentioned this on the show, but okay. Cheryl is fucking a thousand miles out of her goddamn mind. <laughs> She banged him as soon as they got out of the... So he gets out of the pen, yeah. And then there's like a five-hour drive to anywhere else. She's like, let's pull over and just fuck in the woods. Yes. Yeah. Very romantic. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. she is. She's like, this is what... She's been waiting for... I mean, this guy did hard time. He was getting out assault and battery, robbery. He robbed a bank. Um, He was in there for a while. I don't know how he got out. I don't know how half of them get out. Like, right? Because they have like a lot of them are violent. Of Some of them are violent. Some of them are drugs. The one guy, Suwu, oh man, that guy is, he's never getting out. How's my favorite couple with, um, what's the one with, um, the, the guy oh, who has the, the girl Tony and who he was Andy. going to adopt? 
was going to adopt. He was going to adopt her. I don't know if you caught this episode or part. Oh yeah, this. those guys. Yes. There, yeah, yeah, there yeah. was a, there was a, there's one couple mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go ahead. where the guy was going to adopt the girl he's going to marry for yeah. money. Yeah. So this because the state was going to give him money. Yes. Yeah. And, and the best part about it was he's telling his future mother-in-law that he's going to adopt her daughter mm-hmm. in instead of marrying her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she'd be like, she says, she's an alcoholic. You can't adopt her. She has a drinking problem. And but, he's like, yes. he has no idea. But remember toward the end of the episode, as she, as he talks to her and says, you know what? She'll make money. You'll make money. Mm-hmm. Everybody makes money. Yeah. And then they get a confessional. And she's like, First, I didn't like it. Now I love it. <laughs> she was all in. Yeah, all in. It was that easy to sell her I over. Mean, so she's getting part of that check, man. Adopt her. Why don't that we all just romantic. do that? I mean, they really think that they're getting one over, right? They're oh, yeah. like, they think that they're like tricking the system and they're going to get all this money from adopting each other. Why wouldn't everybody just do it? Just like adopt Jake. I don't know how it works. I mean, but it, Jake, you, Jake needs a family. Doesn't he see, though? But this is not a match made in heaven, really. He, he has no idea. It definitely this is. This is like some trouble. They all it's have all tr- trouble. All of them have trouble. There's none of them. It's not none of them are going to end up together, are they? So there's one couple from the very first season that aired like four years ago. They're together? They're, that are still together and they're from Canada. Really? Everyone else is either broken up or OD'd. You know what's funny? <laughs> Compare love after lockup, okay, with The Bachelor. It's probably the same number same together. Same show. Same number together. Yeah. Just pepper right? a little jail time. That's one. Yes. <laughs> One's crazy, but the other just is just... Uh, it's a little felonious behavior. The other one's just got like a better gloss oh, man. over their crazy. You know, like when you look at a woman on reality TV mm-hmm. show and you can just tell like... You're oh, yeah. You're, like, I can see it. You see like the gear oh, I going up here, but the eyes are just dead. Oh, I know. I know Cheryl, not to get the rose. Cheryl is going to jail. She's next. You can oh, tell. Oh, Cheryl's going to jail. Cheryl's going to jail. going to jail. They're, they're all... Yeah. We don't know what for yet, but Cheryl's going to end up behind bars what, what, some way. She's going to kill what's him. What's the blonde one with the blonde girl who has <gasps> the two two inmates? She's yes. Both oh, what's her? Um, I can't remember her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like a like a bootleg Kardashian. What was her she name? She looks like a God bless her. Lizzie or Lexi or something. Let's just for yeah. But my favorite line. Her lips look. Her lips are like blown out like this, but I cannot. Throw Lacey. Stones. It's Lacey. Lacey. I can't throw stones, but I got to tell you, she's kind of chunky. Could be inside linebacker, God bless her. But play she keeps saying well, she's a model. Play the pass. That's my line. She's like, Dad, I'm leaving for four days. Can the, you watch my 10 kids? I got a modeling gig. And the, you're like. The dad believes the it. The dad's like, okay, honey. <laughs> I am going to. I, that's the. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I'm looking going. Did she I, Did she just say she's going to model? Modeling gig. Who is that gullible? The, the, they would, her dad. Well, maybe her dad's like body positivity. Girl, go. go do yeah, it. you're a model. Yeah, you are. Are you kidding I'm me? I'm a model, too. Dad. Yes, a model <laughs> citizen. She's going to model. Yeah. Oh my God! But in the meantime, she's She's seeing two axe murders at the same time. Two inmates. One's being paroled to her house, and the other one, she's just keeping them on the side. I like that because in previous seasons, (laughs) we've had inmates that have had women on the side, and we even have one on this side who's who's playing the game. Happens. I like to see a girl play play, playing ball. Yeah, I like it, Lacey. I respect. I'm with it. I'm with you on that. yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Respect the drip, Lacey. Uh, yeah, love after lockup. We highly recommend it. People are talking about this show. I'm telling you, it's uh, Sirene could find that Pulse Beat shows. This is the hottest show on TV. I'm telling you, I've heard people talking about this show. I was reading an articles, a, a couple articles. They were some of the hottest reality shows. 
Love after lockup. If you will see love after lockup. Yeah. In top, it, always in the top five yep. of the hottest reality shows. Mm-hmm. It's that great of a show. Yeah. You don't want to miss it. Yeah, we'll keep you. We'll, every once in a while, we'll give you little updates. Uh, so once again, uh, if you find an orange bike oh. that is Sirenes, please mongoose. call the Pittsburgh Current Hotline, which we don't have set up. Just, but just call, call Jake. Yeah. Uh, call the Pittsburgh <clears throat> Current here. In, uh, message me on Twitter, Facebook, Insta, any of that Sirene. stuff. And if you have her bike and you return it, you, you get a, a pubic pencil mm-hmm. and stencil. Yeah. A I don't know what a pubic pencil is or does. It sounds The new bad. idea <laughs> that I'm coming up with, oh. and we're getting a credit finally. Or Zone 1 Police. You can call and, Zone and 1 if, Police. And you, get, and you get a witch's candle and lunch at Max's. So that's a lot. So that's hope I hope you get your bike back. I hope we have it back by next week. We Thanks. report that. Sirene. We will, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, up next, we have uh, our guest, uh, rogue reporter, uh, Don Carpenter. Rogue journalist. Rogue okay. journalist. Not reporter? Okay, okay. That's his, his uh, blog. That's his is title. Rogue journalist. Ro- rogue journalist.com. I'm the rogue reporter. Rogue, yeah. <laughs> rogue, rogue journalist. Reporter. Jake's a rogue reporter. Rogue journalist, uh, Don Carpenter coming up next is Jim Cran, No Restrictions with Sirene on the Pittsburgh Current Podcast Network. Pittsburgh Current, giving Pittsburgh a better alternative. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on all things news, art, and music. Or visit us at www.pittsburghcurrent.com. We are back. Jim Cran, no restrictions with Sirene on the Pittsburgh Current Network and uh, Podcast Network. And we are uh, with uh, a, a guest that Sirene uh, uh, is, is the best at, at the pulse speed of what's going on. Really, uh, uh, she knows everything that's happening, and I know nothing. I like them in a cave. I know nothing uh, uh, at all, really. Uh, actually, she has to feed me. I know mm. no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing. But uh, <laughs> but but she says uh, she's talking about this movie. It's a hot movie on Netflix documentary. You know, I love a good doc, and this especially is, true crime. And this is true crime. Roll red roll, and it focuses on our neighbor here in Pittsburgh, which is real close to us, says Steubenville. A lot of friends in Steubenville. And it deals with, uh, uh, it's a Nancy uh, Schwartzman documentary. It's a, won a lot of awards and, and seems to have garnered a lot of attention in the film festival world. And it's about a, a rape in Steubenville, Ohio, where two uh, football players, I guess, uh, raped a young lady. And um, just a horrendous, hor- horrible, horrific thing obviously but uh our guest we uh that, that she found is a rogue journalist who covered this story on on the ground floor so if you've seen roll red roll or you're about you're going to see it i hope if you have netflix you should see this documentary it's it's very uh you know like i said it's sobering and don carpenter is here rogue journalist don carpenter don thanks for joining us buddy appreciate this thanks for having me it's an honor to be here jim sir man you're a pittsburgh boy damn right right yeah dormont guy dormont right down the road oh man Tom's Diner. R.I.P. You're right. Gyro Omelet. Yep, yep. There you go. So, Steubenville, uh, you being a journalist, Don, how did you get captivated by this particular story? What drove you to cover this story on the ground floor when it first started, when it first broke? It was kind of a, like, really weird time in my life. Uh, Back in 2011, I felt personally and professionally I wasn't really living my best life. I was drinking a lot, stuff like that. And hmm. I basically ended up quitting my job, saying goodbye to my friends, family, loved ones. And 
I just kind of wanted to go out there and see what what I could do better with my life and be the change in the world I wanted to be. That landed me at Occupy Pittsburgh, which was a really interesting time, but I got to meet some uh, great independent journalists there. Hmm. Uh, Nigel Perry, who covered shock and awe in Iraq from the ground, a lot of the Israel-Palestine con- uh, conflict, took me under his wing and started teaching me how to do independent journalism, live streaming, whatnot. So I started covering the Occupy movement in Pittsburgh and abroad. Okay. After that kind of fizzled down, Steubenville happened. I was on, I still don't know how it happened. I was on Twitter one night looking at something else, and then the New York Times story with Steubenville had just come out days earlier, and then all of a sudden people claiming to be with Anonymous planned to attack Steubenville for an alleged cover-up. They uh, hacked a website. Well, allegedly hacked a website. It turned out they just guessed the password to it. Huh. Defaced the website. And with what happened to this poor girl, there was so much evidence out there on social media. These kids, videos taken from the parties, mocking this girl days later, high-fiving each other. Just basically like just, you know. Sickness. Yeah, blowing it up on the social media. And they leaked all that stuff and started calling for protests in the town of Steubenville leading up to the trial of these two teenage football players. Hmm. And it was, it was just crazy. Like the, fir- the first protest, I think it was just after Christmas or just before New Year's, it was like 500 people. Wow. Uh, next, the week after, there was 5,000 people in Steubenville protesting, wow. standing up for this girl and what they thought was a terrible town cover-up. And... There wasn't really a cover-up per se. That's what uh, I was going to ask. There was, so there was no cover-up? No. Um, the, basically, the town officials charged with trying these teenage boys and investigating everything. They went for the max for these kids. They tried charging them as adults, adult rape offenders, uh, kidnapping, things of that nature. And then they all had to recuse themselves because they either had kids on the high school football team or kids that graduated or some people that were somehow involved with the Steubenville f- football right, program right. or school and i think it was it was basically the story the reason i think it captivated the, the country in, in this documentary that's so popular is because uh, it's it's kind of a snapshot of what goes on now everywhere it happens every day where uh people that have some sort of power or entitlement or whatever get away with crimes and especially like rape which is one of the only i don't know the only crime like i mentioned this before you could you could steal a car you're not questioned but if you're the victim you're questioning right that's right. the weirdest thing in the world you know someone steals your car no one questions you know you about that mm-hmm. but uh so you know i guess it, it explores a lot of what goes on in our society i guess i guess that's why i think it captivated the country mm-hmm. especially like starting in high school right you know you just like to think that that stuff doesn't happen and kids are just still kids but it happens and I mean, <laughs> this, horrible. this is so off-brand for us to... Right, we were, <laughs> we're trying serious, to <laughs> but, but, the, but the documentary was what it was about. It was, yeah. It was about a horrible, horrible crime that happened in, uh, in, in our to a child. town of Steubenville to a child. Yeah, and, and the craziest thing was that, like, and we were seeing this a lot now in the news, so just even in high school, like, the football players who are always, like, the cool guys and the jocks, mm-hmm. you know, they, they just kind of skated through it, like, yeah, so what? Yeah, I did not it. I understand, posted about it. Yeah, and not, not understanding under, the consequence and that for the rest repercussions. Of the, yes, that, that, that that's just it. It's, it. Like I said, it's a snapshot of really what the, a lot of people think. I, yeah. I think maybe that's the good news. A good thing about 
the documentary in mm-hmm. that sense it kind of gets that discussion out mm-hmm. there maybe at least people yeah. can mention a- another thing that i really liked that they they highlighted in this film a lot was that um just because a woman is drunk right does not mean that she cannot th- consent you know like consent and, and non-consent is not blurred it's she says no and it's no and if she's drunk you know that's not consent it's not consent right because she's not coherent she's just not lucid yeah she's not lucid not coherent yeah. Yeah, absolutely and i really liked that they they kept rewinding to that point and they really drove that home that just because a like a woman's drunk that doesn't you know don't right. even try right just go home Go jerk it off when you're in your jeep. Yeah. Yeah. The the energy. So, Don, covering this uh, uh, story, did you get emotional, get involved with with that side of it, or as a journalist, you can't? It's something that to this day kind of still screwed up my head a little bit. Really? Seeing how that girl was treated, how a lot of people kind of felt that what happened to her was okay, and. Not really seeing what was wrong with touting, you know, it was what happened to this girl and taking pictures and whatnot. It it kind of made me look at how I viewed and treat women. You know, I'm not I'm not a scumbag rapist like these kids, but you mm-hmm. know, we we live in a culture where males have run rampant, objectifying women, looking down upon women, looking at them in objects, treating them as trophies, things like that. And I kind of came to terms with that, and it also put me at ends with a lot of people that are close to me because i check i check them you know when mm-hmm. they talk when they start engaging in this misogynistic and or objectifying behavior and they don't like it but hmm. it's just it's messed up and you, also, you, you see you uh, it's interesting your career you you said you you mentioned it yourself that you were you'd battle drinking mm-hmm. and addiction alcoholism correct so that must have been unbelievable for you like at, at one point in your life you were you were you a writer at all before 2011 or 12 like you said or was this no. just something so you never wrote correct and and so you're you're recovering from it that's pretty amazing mm-hmm. to uh is this something you always wanted to do or something is it a natural talent for you knew of or just how did this how do you do this i, I kind of wanted to be more like produce bands and stuff like that right and this just kind of fell on my lap and I still don't know how I got into it or how th- this opportunity and these gifts were given to me, but I'm very grateful for it, and uh, I just got to keep doing it. And, you know, and you're I'm locked pl- in now. And, and you're going to play yourself in a Brad Pitt movie uh, uh, that's upcoming. Correct. It has to do kind of tied in with this because of the anonymous Correct. people, yeah. right? You could explain again. Uh, you're, it's, it's, uh, it's the role of yourself, you said? Correct. Um, what a lot of these documentaries don't cover is what happened after Steubenville after this young girl got her justice which speaking of which she's doing great she's that's great engaged right now she's one of the strongest people i've ever seen in my sure. life facing this down but um so what they don't tell you what happened is what happened with the protesters and rightfully so because it takes away from the story of this young lady but uh the two anonymous guys were initially contacted to uh get involved in Stoomville. i think their online handles were ky anonymous and just Batcat. Okay. It turns out that uh, when they were found out and prosecuted for uh, hacking this website, they had to admit that they only did it for fame, fortune, and, and women. They they just mm-hmm. did it for online notoriety. They didn't really care. Wow. Uh, the facts of the, the facts of this case alone warranted a international look at 
our culture today, but hmm. they made up some stories and a lot of the international media community that came in to cover Steubenville when it was centralized at the time right. didn't fact check anything. During the trial, the two rapists, these girl, um, there were journalists from across the country that knew nothing about the case and just had to like improvise and not really fact check anything. But this guy, Derek Lowstutter, when he was uh, raided and prosecuted by the FBI, Rolling Stone interviewed him. I think it's uh, the article's called The Curious Saga of Derek Lowstutter or something like that. Okay. But it basically glorified him. They really didn't fact check what happened to him with the raid and stuff like that. Brad Pitt's company, Plan B Entertainment, uh, bought the rights to Anonymous versus Steubenville, which is going to be, the, I think that's the working title of the film now. And it's been on and off for a couple years because as this gentleman's trial went on, it mm -hmm. turned out he wasn't really the white knight everyone thought he was. Mm -hmm. And they are making it now, but they're going to make it more honest, not glorifying the gentleman. And um, well, is it, May I ask, is it, mm -hmm. clarify, is it a scripted movie? Or a documentary. The Brad it's going to be company. a scripted movie. It is a scripted movie. It was, okay. ini it was initially the rights to, were initially purchased from that initial Rolling Stone article painting this dude as like a Superman. Right. And now it's going to be actually more revealing. more honest. It's still going to be loosely based on that article. Right. But I'm going to play myself, which is um, after Steubenville and anything. I started looking into a lot of the stuff and proved he was kind of a scumbag. So pretty cool, man. Yeah, where, dude, where you've come from. When you might, when you, I could imagine, you know, in the bottom climbing up, could you ever have thought this, your life would go that way? No, absolutely right? not. Like dur during Steubenville covering everything, my work was crowdfunded. I threw my own money into it. That went on for a couple of years. At the end of it, I lost my condo. I lost my car. I was homeless. Wow. I, li I lived in a cave down off uh, the 18th uh, Street Riverwalk in Southside. Really? Two, mo two months yeah, to get a job. Over. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And um, now, and uh, you know, I kind of spent the last few years rebuilding my life. You lived in a cave? Yes, sir. For how long? Uh, two months in the summer. That's summer of 2013. Wow. Southside Caves. Southside Caves? <laughs> They're only 1500 a month, by the way. They want to be in a cave in Southside. Right off Lawrenceville's only 1200 a month for a cave. <laughs> but they're coming up. They're coming up. But, but uh, uh, so... <laughs> What's it like to live in a cave? Yeah, that's, that's not, it's not I mean, very I fun. Pretty, I grew up pretty rough, but a, a it's, little, it's, little place we live in. It's not very fun. No, um, cave living would be... What, now it, you're working with Brad Pitt? Yeah, that's Caves I mean, to Pitt. I that's mean, amazing. Jeez, that's yeah. a jump. I mean, Pittsburgh had some great resources from the homeless, too. Without those, I probably wouldn't have survived. But, yeah, it's it's totally surreal, man. Like, um, is. Fame is never what you think it's going to be. Back then, you had the international following, people stalking you, death threats, stuff like that. Huh. Hmm. And then now, here we are almost five years later, and it's, you know, documentary on Netflix, other documentaries and movies coming out, and... Yeah, it's, it, there there are rewards you, with it, and I'm in a position to help others now with that. So I'm really, I'm I'm, I'm amazed at the cave. Uh, I can't get off the cave. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. What do you eat when you're in a cave? Like how does you, how's it? Bats. Give me the day in the cave <laughs> on the south side. What's like it like? What's the day like? Uh, it's it, pretty it much wake day. up. I mean, uh, mm. there there's a lot of homeless people in Pittsburgh, unfortunately. Mm. Did you have your own cave or did you share? It was my own. Yeah, That's there's cool. like um, there's. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it's kind of it's kind of okay. wake up, you know. Yeah. I'd go to like Starbucks, fire up the computer, do some stuff. Okay. Um, with some of the homeless resources, there were meals, uh, places okay. you can go to get showers, stuff like that. But there's a lot of people that 
would get stuck in that and not really try to figure their way out of a, a terrible situation or they would unfortunately be mentally ill or whatnot and unable to get out of that. Yes. But, um, That's an amazing climb you, you made. And it, like you said, I'm sure you saw a lot of people that are unfortunately mentally ill that can't make that climb. Correct. Because I get to know, you know, try to help the homeless as much as I can. And But uh, I noticed that, you know, it's they have no chance really, but it's, except for an institution help. But Correct. but the, the people like yourself that climbed out, I'm real proud of you. It's really kind of cool, yeah. man, that you did that. I had some good friends that were able to help me, help me along the way as well. But. Yeah. It's but yeah, now looking back on everything, it's pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet you know what? After you go through something like that, I bet you think uh, you have no you, you have no stress because I'd be like after after you live in a cave, you're like fuck it, man, I can handle anything. Like I have With, a working toilet at home. Life is good. Yeah. Like really, like your mindset must have changed a bit, stress wise. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You can handle almost like and you can handle anything. Yep. In a way. And if I ever had to do it again, I probably would. Really? The cave mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, pu- putting everything out there, crowd- self-funding. Well, I mean, I don't have that problem now with Netflix and everything, but. Uh, <laughs> but, still, like, like, but living in a cave and whole th- going through that process, why? Because of your inner growth from it? Uh, not even inner growth. It, it's just. She just really likes caves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, if I had to put myself out there, cover, do an extreme amount of good at the cost of losing everything and having to rebuild everything. I would totally do it again. That's the right thing. Wow. That's the right thing to do. Yeah. At the time when I was living in that ca- said cave, yes. it, it sucked. I was, you know, really you're depressed. Gonna meet a lot of, you're not going to meet a lot of women. Yep. A lot of women, you got to talk to where you're going to go back to my cave. They're going to say no. Yep. Cave women. Yeah, cave, cave women. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get a lot of cave dates. Nope. <laughs> you know, they're, yeah. they're out. As soon as they hear you, where do you live? In a cave. It's not good. But still, you found yourself. You're kind of like finding your. I'm more intrigued that you like found yourself. Yeah. You know? Correct. Like you found what you like to do and you're doing it. So many people out there, like 99%, you know, looking for that or trying to get there and, and it's so afraid to do, including myself. I mean, to do like that, I mean, to that point, to just tear myself down to get to that bare place yeah. where you could, you know, find that whatever. Just say, fuck it. You know, I'm, I'm, mm. my, my ego's too big to do that. I think. Yeah. And, uh, Definitely. which is so. It had to be part of that, huh? Throwing the ego away and all that kind of stuff Correct. in a way. Taking ridicule from people or whatever, because mm-hmm. I can imagine, you know, right? Yeah. If I live in a cave, people would not be, they'd be kind of rough on me, I'm sure. Yeah, I've been mean to cavemen. <laughs> you wouldn't be mean. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, some would. <laughs> You'd bring me a sandwich. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, so food was just going to food bank places? Uh, you had food the banks? food bank. Uh, there were resources like Operation Safety Net. Okay. Which um, would visit homeless areas and, you know, give them food, sandwiches, uh, medication if they need be. Um, okay. A lot of the hot metal church uh, down in Southside would provide uh, dinners a couple nights a week. And Okay. Uh, there's a veteran's place over by Mercy Hospital. I can't remember the name now, but they would do a morning breakfast where you could go shower and uh, huh. get something to eat and work so on So hot metal, it's a good place to donate. And what was the other place you said, the first place? Uh, Operation Safety Net. Operation Safety, another good place to donate because they're the real deal. Correct. I think uh, Dr. Jim Withers runs that. He's a big-time doctor here in Pittsburgh, I guess, and they go out and take care of the homeless. Well, Don, it's a pleasure having you on the show, man. Thanks for having me, Could you come back again? Absolutely. Keep me updated on what you're up to. Sarah and I want to hear, right? We want to hear about your projects. I know you're going to have something wild. You're going to find some other intriguing story to cover. Bring Brad Pitt next time, (laughs) though? 
Yeah, she must be proud. <laughs> congratulations thank yeah man I, i'm real it's really cool meeting you man thank I mean, you. thanks for opening up that story of your life too man yeah, thank, thank you for talking about this thank you for having me and you're just on your way up and, and i look forward to seeing your career come up thank and you. uh i grew up listening to you man and it's an honor to sit in the same room with you and you've done a lot for this city and i can't thank you enough for everything you've done for everybody wow thank you don man thank it you it's a lot man thank you all right <laughs> my friend don carpenter he's gonna be back and he's He's our rogue journalist <laughs> of the show, official rogue right? Yes, sir. <laughs> You're watching Jim Cren, No Restrictions with Sirini. Thanks for watching and listening.